In order to truly become part of the global business environment, your business needs to constantly change and adapt to a variety of new constants. Welcome to Leadership Beyond Borders with Kimberly J. Lewis. We will help you navigate these changes on today's program and help you think beyond the boundaries. The opportunities are limitless if you are prepared. Now, here is your host, Kimberly J. Lewis. Hello and welcome to Leadership Beyond Borders. I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host, and this series is in cooperation with Cinda Virtual, which brings you thought leaders and business stories from around the world. Now, you can learn more about Cinda on www.cinda.org. But we don't only bring you thought leaders from all over the world. We also have listeners from all over the world. So good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be listening from today. And if you're new to the show, let me tell you what this series is about. Leadership Beyond Borders is the impact globalization, digital transition, and the connected world is having on our organizations and what this impact is doing to the kind of leadership we need to drive long-term success in today's economy. In this series, we've talked about everything from business issues such as artificial intelligence, digital transitions, and data protection regulations to leadership issues such as gender balance and business values and ethics that may impact your organization or or your individual career. So listen to us live every Tuesday, 3 p.m. Pacific time, and you miss us live, don't worry about it because we are on every major podcast platform from Apple to Google to Spotify. Just put in Leadership Beyond Borders and you will find us. Now, I invite you to connect with me. Send me your thoughts and insights to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com or go to the website leadershipbeyondborders.net. So let me, you know, tell me what you want to hear about on the show. Um, We're open to all kinds of suggestions, but if If you're in a leadership position or you aspire to be in one, regardless if your business is international or local, make sure you join us each week and we will make sure you take away something useful for either your business or yourself. So today, on to today's episode. Now, if you've ever had a personal assistant, then you understand what it does for your purchasing process. I mean, all the pre-purchase research, placing the order, and even the payment is done with support. Well, conversational commerce is heading in that direction. It's a kind of virtual assistance that can help guide you through the purchasing process. It can give you information on products, brands, compare prices. But You know, is it there today or is it just on its way and is it just a next generation messaging app? Also, who's using it? We know large enterprises and brands are, but is it made for SMBs, which are small and medium businesses? And, you know, how how does the technology work? Today, we're going to explore the emerging trends in conversational commerce with an expert. Our guest today is Thibaut Levy-Martin, the founder and co-founder and co-CEO at Partu. Partu is a technology company. It has more than 400 people and their mission is bringing businesses closer to their clients. This is achieved through their all-in-one solution that improves the online visibility and e-reputation for businesses, ultimately increasing traffic to the business's points of sale. Now, Thibaut has one mission, and this is to help businesses get closer to their clients. This is achieved by helping businesses get found, get chosen, and ultimately get more clients. His personal vision is aligned with the one part two has, make things right. This is why Thibaut holds all matters related to environmental world we live in in utmost importance. At part two, he heads all the green initiatives amongst the over 400 employees. Outside of part two, he has also founded and invested in other environmentally forward companies such as Ideal Garden, a digital and local zero waste canteen available 24-7 for all meals and snacks. And Balt, a sustainable sneakers brand committed to making things happen from within by favoring more responsible materials and production materials. He holds a master's degree from ESSEC, Business School Paris, and his hobbies are football and um, he loves digital and is an expert in this area. So, Thibaut, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for welcoming me. Okay, so let's just get a quick question to start with. I mean, 
life has changed, you know, especially since the pandemic. Um, let's talk about changing consumer behaviors. Um, you know, how, how are consumers interacting with, you know, businesses today, um, small and business, small and medium businesses or enterprises? Yeah, I think one of the one of the huge changes that happened over the past few years is that uh, people uh, go less and less on websites. You know, five years ago, whenever you wanted to have information about, I don't know, a restaurant or the opening time of a hairdresser or beauty salon, you need to go on a website. But nowadays, we don't do that because we have access to this kind of information directly on what we call platform. So Google, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, Waze, Apple, we have the information there. So there is no need to go on website to have access to this kind of information. And I think this represents one of the huge trends that we have um, and we will continue to have over the past, the next year, is that websites are less and less useful. Uh, it will continue to be, but uh, more and more people will take their decision, act, their buying action directly uh, on the platform they use every day to look for information related to business. So I think mm -hmm. that that's one of the huge changes that we have on that market. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, with people doing this, okay, um, you know, one of the trends I've also read is is people don't like to, to speak to people. They don't like to, to interact with people. Um, is that one of the trends you see? I mean, that, that people are doing more things in other ways than really talking to somebody on the phone. Yeah, obviously that's uh, so. Yeah, as you say, we 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 do leave that on our personal life. We send more and more text messages to friends and family. And the trend that we observe is that 90% of people prefer to send a message to a business rather than calling it. So we consider that one of the major changes that is going to happen in our market is that more and more people will interact with businesses through message and not through phone call uh, or any other way, basically. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, what what are the buzzwords that we kind of we kind of hear around when we when when we're reading you know tech magazines and everything is um, you know conversational commerce. Now, for our listeners out there, you know, many of us are familiar with that. Many of us don't really meet, know what that means. What is com conversational commerce? Well, it's basically the fact that you can do a sell uh, directly into a conversation. So you could say, for example, to Nike. Uh, I plan to run a marathon in Paris in April, uh, and I want to buy new shoes. What kind of shoes could you recommend me? And Nike is going to list you a pair of shoes directly in WhatsApp, for example, and then you will directly order your shoes in the WhatsApp conversation. So that's conversational commerce. <laughs> and and so you just used a WhatsApp example. So what are the what are the various channels of this? You know, for various, um, you know, I'm not a big WhatsApp person. So, uh, you know, if I'm engaging in conversational commerce on another platform, what are the biggest platforms of this? Well, the, the biggest is the one that we use the most on our daily lives. So I would say Google, Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, Apple, um, being potentially. Uh, but uh, but it really depends with the country. Uh, for example, in Latin America, WhatsApp is obviously the main platform in India as well. But in, in Europe, uh, in some countries, it's not that popular. So pay, people are probably going to engage much more on Instagram or Facebook directly with the brands and businesses. So it really mm -hmm. depends with the country. Mm -hmm. Well, that's an interesting point. I want I want to drill down on that. Um, is that just is historical buying trends? Is that what drives it to a certain platform rather than another? Because I mean, if you think of you know in Africa, everything's on the mobile, um, and uh, you know why why does you know you know is there any studies behind or or do you have any ideas on you know so why is latin america more with whatsapp and, and europe not well uh well that's a good question uh honestly uh honestly i, I really can't answer that one <laughs> i <laughs> history about it uh but but one thing i can i can tell about conversational commerce is that a lot of studies say that by 2025 there is going to be approximately 5% of the total e-commerce market that is going to be uh, related to conversational commerce. So it means that 5% of the things that we are going to buy online in the world are going to happen through conversation. So I think that kind of underline the trend that we are living in if by two to three years uh, we can reach 5% of the total e-commerce market. It really means that this is a, a really deep and, and fast trend that we are living in. 
So that that is a fast run. That's only a couple of years away. That's two years away. Um, yes. Do you think do you think that trend do you think that trend is driven by by um, is that generationally driven? Because um, you know I know uh, you know. Um, older kids or the kids today i mean i text all the time but they only text or um do you think this trend uh, or they only use their mobile they don't even use a tablet do you think it's generationally driven or do you think it's more technology driven well i would say it's it's both obviously uh obviously the 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 younger generation today as a consumers of tomorrow and as they text all the time uh this this I think epitomize the fact that they don't want to call businesses, they really want to text with businesses. So it has an impact. And I think it's also technology driven because it's much more convenient to uh, reach to a company and ask a question in a conversation and then having a recommendation than going on a website and look for something uh, when you are in face of hundreds of different possibilities, basically. Mm -hmm. So I think that at some point, the choice uh, with internet was really comfortable and convenient. But now that the choice is so wide, um, it's kind of tiring and and difficult to make a decision. So I think uh, people are looking for ways to take decisions in a much more easy and quicker way. And and the conversational commerce is going to help them doing that because they won't have as much choice as they would have on a website. They will have much more recommendation. So the decision uh, process is much more easier. Mm-hmm. And this technology is quite AI driven, obviously. So, I mean, do you think do you think one technology is going to re- really emerge over another, um, such as speech recognition um, or national natural language processing? Um, what do you think kind of is is the one that's pushing it to that five percent the most? Well, I think the, the recent update on the market with uh, ChatGPT and OpenAI is, mm-hmm. is probably the, the the innovation that uh, is gonna change everything because uh, most of the time, whenever people talk through messages to a company, they expect an instant answer which means that any company needs to implement a, a bot system in order to automate the answer. But mm-hmm. uh, I think the bot experience today is pretty is pretty not good, basically. <laughs> and with ChatGPT, uh, you, you won't know if you are talking to a human or to a robot. And obviously, it's going to improve the experience by far. And, uh, and I think it, it will have a huge impact into the uh, ability for brands and businesses of all size to convert people whenever they have a conversation with them. Okay, and I want to ask you a little bit about that in the, in a minute. Um, we're we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, I want to talk about you know um, the implementation of of this by by businesses and not just enterprises or brands, but also. Um, SMBs, and I also want to talk to you about, you know, what what exactly is going on in these um, in these conversations, and you know, where this five percent income, you know, increase is this going to be in certain market segments? So, for our listeners today, we are talking with Thibaut Levy Martin, and he is the founder and co-CEO at Partu. And uh, Partu is a technology company with more than 400 employees, and their mission is to bring businesses closer to their clients. Now, their mission is to help businesses get closer, and this is achieved by helping businesses get found, get chosen, and ultimately get more clients. Now, Tipo's vision is aligned with Partu's Make Things Right. And this is why Tebow holds all matters related to the environment and the world we live in of utmost importance. At Part 2, he heads the Green Initiatives amongst the, the over 400 employees. And outside of Part 2, he has founded and invested in other environmentally forward companies such as Ideal Garden, a digital local and zero waste canteen available 24-7 for meals and snacks. Now, if you'd like to learn more about Part 2, you can go to www.part2.co. And Part 2 is also on Twitter under Partu underscore FR and on Facebook Partu FR and on YouTube Partu 4642. Now you can also find Tebow on LinkedIn 
So if you'd like to learn more about the products that Part2 does, then please go to www.part2.co. And this broadcast is also brought to you by Cinda. And Cinda is one of Europe's largest and fastest growing nonprofit digital marketing and local search associations. They hold trainings, conferences, do market research, legislative white papers focused on digital. They also have learning series every Thursday at 1700 Central Europe time. And they also have a e-learning platform for startups, and that is in cooperation with Boss Capital. So if you'd like to learn more about Cinda, then please go to www.cinda.org. And their next conference is going to be the 22nd to 24th of May in Berlin. And you can also see Partoos and experiences Partoos products at this conference. And with that, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. and can't get enough of us follow us on instagram at voice america talk radio and see what we're cooking up for you are you a business leader or executive that wants to achieve more not just in it and profit but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways listen for the business elevation show with host chris cooper you'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. The Business Elevation Show can be heard live on Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, usually 4 p.m. U.K., on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. listening to Leadership Beyond Borders. Do you have a question or comment about our show? Please send an email to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Again, that's leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome back to Leadership Beyond Borders. I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host, and this series is brought to you by Cinda Virtual. And today, our guest is Thibaut Levy-Martin, and he is the founder and CEO of Partu. And Partu is a technology company whose mission is to bring businesses closer to their clients. And they do that through their platform. This is achieved by helping businesses get found, get chosen, and ultimately get more clients. Now, our guest's vision is aligned with Partu's to make things right. And uh, he is also a supporter of green products and green activities. So, Thibaut, before before the break, um, you know, we we start to talk about the technology. I want to I want to come back to the technology. Okay, I, I want to really stay in the conversational commerce and and what's happening. So, what kind of conversations are happening today about there? You know, out there. You know, what are consumers asking for? Um, are they transactional? Are they not transactional? What are you seeing? Yeah, that's a very good question. So usually whenever we talk about uh, sending a message to a business, most people are thinking about customer support message. Like I have an issue with a product I bought, uh, I need assistance. The truth is that the message that people send to business from Google Facebook, Instagram, or WhatsApp are most of the time about transaction. It's people asking for a price quotation, asking to book a service, or asking to buy directly a product into a conversation. And what we have observed with our client is that 70% of all conversation are related to a potential transaction. 
So that's uh, that's very promising in terms of uh, how conversational commerce can generate business uh, for 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 any company, basically. Yeah, that that surprises me because you're right. I I really also kind of thought you know customer service and and not transactional, but. Um, on the other hand, I, I, you know, I'm trying to think of my own consumer behavior. I have done it. So, you know, with your clients and what you're seeing, um, what when they're doing transactional conversations, okay, what's the most popular way they're doing that? What are you seeing? So, uh, I think the, the most popular one is whenever businesses implement a, a chat on their website. So, chat is a, is a, a system that enables consumers to reach out to them directly on their website. So, I think that's the most common way to interact through text with the company because people are still used to go on website on some occasion. And then, uh, it really depends with the country. I know, for example, that in India and Latin America, WhatsApp is very popular. And to give you an idea, in, uh, today, as I'm speaking on WhatsApp in India, you can make your grocery shopping at Jio, which is a supermarket chain, directly mm-hmm. to WhatsApp. So you can say, I want one tomato, one cucumber, one Coca-Cola, and then you can have your basket and pay directly without leaving the WhatsApp experience. And it's pretty common in India because a lot of the actions that they do every day happen directly on WhatsApp. They can even receive their salary on WhatsApp. So that's for for the Indian market, which is obviously very different from the European one. And I know that in the U.S., conversational commerce happen also on Google because, you know, on Google listing, uh, Mm -hmm. where where you can see uh, information about a restaurant or any business, there is also a chat button more and more that you can see. And whenever you click on that chat button, there are some brands that enable conversational commerce. This is a case, for example, from the Levis brand that sells trousers. and you can you can interact with them through conversation and buy their products through a conversation directly. Mm-hmm. So, come back to what you said before on the website. So, so um, you're 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 seeing a trend of you know people are implementing onto the websites um, for, for these transactions. Um, do you you know when with your how much is really happening direct okay now or is that country to country and that's the developing trend okay in these in you know um are most people in europe just saying okay i'm gonna i'm gonna do this transactional conversational commerce by putting in my website um that's where consumers are still going are are you know people going as you said directly on on google and going to the chat um is there any kind of speculation or any or your feeling or what you're seeing around among your customers yeah i think uh well it's a difficult question because it depends with the sector as well for example in Mm -hmm. the beauty industry Instagram is really very important. Uh, we do have clients receiving hundreds of messages every day on Instagram because that's where people go whenever they look for this kind of uh, service. But um, we also work, for example, with a broker uh, that is in charge of uh, negotiating uh, mortgage. And, and the, the way they receive messages are mostly through Google because people reach out to them through their Google listing. So it depends with the sector. But my guess is that I think in the um, in the in the next 24 months, uh, we will see a lot of brands implemented chat on their website, and progressively, the audiences will probably switch from their website directly to the platform that people use to make the search. So Google, Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp. But I think they first need to go on uh, to do that on their website because they need to to get familiar with it and have a sense of ownership of the of the solution. But I don't think this is what is going to have the the most impact in 10 years, uh, I, I really deeply think that the platform are going to be much more impactful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense that they would need to get used to it. And and, and I want to talk about the sectors. So uh, do you see one sector moving faster than the other? I mean, um, you know, uh, it, I would think that people are more likely in, 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 a, in a text conversation or something to make a booking or an order, or a pizza or doing something like that. And, and less likely, you know, they're obviously not going to buy a car. But, you know, um, I'm not so sure about if I would buy Levi's trousers on it. So, you know, what 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 kind of transactions are are taking place in text conversations today that you see? Well, you are, you are totally right. I think the, the, the two main ones that we see is first booking a service. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I need to go to the addresser. I am at work. 
Uh, I don't want to call because I don't want to leave the room where I am. So I'm just going to text a message to say uh, if I can book my hairdressing uh, seance uh, on, 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 uh, on Saturday morning. So that's the first use case I, we observe. And the second is obviously about, about food whenever you want to, to book a restaurant or, uh, or see if they have vegetarian meals or stuff like that. Um, so that, yeah, that's the two main trends that we observe right now. So I think it's um, what, what it means is that it's related to the average basket of your transaction. Uh, as you say, people are not going to buy a car directly in a conversation. Uh, they may not buy a Levis today. Uh, I think they will in a, few, in a few months or years. So right now, the tendency is really about a small basket orders, I would say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, okay, so we have we have ordering direct, and then I want to come back to my favorite subject, which is bots, okay, and and a little bit on the technology. Now, you, you said before that you think that, you know, you're going to see chat, GBT changing, you know, the bots, because the bots are not always that effective today. Um, you know, they're, they're very narrow in, in their direction, in their answers, and if you don't fit into that category – then you might not get your answers. Um, what? How do you see, you know, bots developing? And do you think ChatGPT is going to take make that better? Um, where is this technology going so that I, as a consumer, can be more sat more satisfied in this conversational commerce? Yeah, I think the the issue that we observed with bots over the past few years was really about the the fact that it doesn't feel human. Uh, like if, 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 if your question was out of their knowledge, they could not really treat the answer efficiently and, and everything was really uh, processes basically. And I think what ChatGPT brought to the market is uh, a robot that sounds like a human and, uh, and that can really provide you a smart answer based on the information you provide him or it. And, and I have one example because I read it yesterday uh, is that um, the, the guy working at OpenAI, they made a, a little study uh, and they, they gave some a budget to, uh, to the robot, to ChatGPT, and they asked ChatGPT to uh, solve an issue to uh, validate a CAPTCHA. And, and you know, the, the, the thing with the CAPTCHA is right, to right, yeah. uh, avoid robots validating it. <laughs> yeah. So, so ChatGPT um, had the thought of going on a website in order to find somebody that would do that against for money, basically. And the 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 the, the bot for, was a robot. Uh, eventually, found someone that could be interested, and the person asked, "But uh, why are you uh, asking me to do that mission? Are you a robot?" And the robot could not answer that it was a robot, so it said, "No, I'm not a robot, but I'm blind, so I cannot validate the captcha." And this is why I need your help. And eventually, at the end of the story, um, well, the, the person really did the mission that uh, it was paid for by a robot. So I think what what, what this example shows is that uh, the the gap in terms of technology compared to what we had with the previous bot is just huge. And mm -hmm. I think we won't even notice that we are talking to a robot whenever we will reach out to brands. The main point here is really to make sure that the robot has as many information possible in order to provide a very smart answer, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that that's a really funny story and a really great example. My gosh, um, and uh, and you know when we come back, we come back to that. I want to talk about this uh, in, um, after the break about how you guys are helping SMBs and enterprises implement some of this technology because it's a little scary. I mean, I'm glad to hear it's it's getting you know more three-dimensional is what I call it because sometimes I, I feel it's so two-dimensional. Um, mm. But that that's like really, um, that's more than three-dimensional. Um, but before before we move into that area, I just, um, I want to ask you again on, on, on where this stuff's taking place. Okay, so we talked about what, you know, what, what segments there are, what their, you know, services, you know, food, obviously. But, um, you know, with the move to, uh, you know, conversational commerce when you move to people using only phones and if you look at the african continent it's only you know on uh, on 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 mobile um i see you know the younger generation less and less are using tablets and 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 you know for you know forget 
computers, you know, where where stuff happening right now? Um, you know, where where are the most you know conversations taking place? Is it on mobile? Is it on tablet? Is it on desktop? What are you seeing? No, it's I, definitely on mobile because um, you know I think we can do the parallel with what we we live in our personal life, but whenever. Uh, we want to send a message to somebody. We most of the time do it on mobile. And I think that's really what we observe whenever we interact or people interact with businesses is that they, 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 they use the application, their mobile and the applications that they trust every day to do that. Uh, so yeah, it's definitely mostly a mobile trend. And especially because the experience, if you want to buy on mobile, um, is is not as good as on web. So. Uh, if you if you do have the time to make a search and compare a price, a product, well, you'll probably do that on a desktop. But mm-hmm. uh, if it's a quick order and you are on your mobile, you would appreciate having a recommendation on not having too much choices. Mm-hmm. So definitely a mobile trend. Yeah, that that's that's true, and I do that myself as a consumer. So um, um, we're going to take another short break, and when we come back, um, I want to talk about how you get this implemented. You work with a, you work with a lot of uh, SMBs, you work with um, partners who work with SMBs. And um, as you said in the, the beginning, you know, people are implementing it into their websites, but um, you know, it's, it is still a little bit scary because, uh, but it's moving quickly. And we'll talk about that after the break. So for our listeners, we are talking with Thibault Levy-Martin and he is the founder and co-CEO at Partu. And Part 2 is a technology company with more than 400 people whose mission is to bring businesses closer to their clients. Their mission is to help not only to help businesses get closer to their clients by helping them get found, chosen, and ultimately get more clients. And Tebow's personal vision is aligned with the one Part 2 has, which is make things right. Now, Tebow also holds all matters related to environmental uh, issues and the world. It is very important to him. And at Part 2, he heads up all the green initiatives among their over five 400 employees. Now, if you'd like to learn more about Part 2, please go to their website at www.part2.co. You can also find them, of course, on all. On Twitter at Partu underscore FR, on Facebook at Partu FR, and on YouTube Partu four six four two. And Thibault is also on LinkedIn, so please reach out to him on LinkedIn. And this broadcast is also brought to you by Cinda, and Cinda is one of Europe's fastest-growing nonprofit digital marketing and local search associations. They hold virtual trainings, conferences, market research, and do legislative white papers focused on digital. They also have a learning series every Thursday at 1700. And they also have an e-learning platform for product managers and startups that bring startups from idea phase through exit. And that is in cooperation with Boss Startup Science, and that you can find on the Cinder platform. They also have their next conference, the 22nd to the 24th of May in Berlin, Germany. And there you can also see part two and experience their products. And with that, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. told me Voice America is on Twitter. Follow us at Voice America TRN. 
We all hear about information security, identity, and privacy threats. The more technology becomes part of our lives, with more data created to provide insights about our lives, the more concerned we need to be. That's why it's important to tune in to Data Security and Privacy with the Privacy Professor. Host Rebecca Harold is an internationally recognized expert in these areas. Rebecca and her guests will let you know how to keep your business and personal data safe. Listen live the first Saturday of each month at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. are listening to Leadership Beyond Borders. Do you have a question or comment about our show? Please send an email to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Again, that's leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome back to Leadership Beyond Borders. I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host, and this series is brought to you by Cinda Virtual. And you can learn about Cinda on www.cinda.org. And our guest today is Thibaut Levy-Martin, and he is the founder and CEO at Partu. And Partu is a technology company with more than 400 people, and their mission is to bring businesses closer to their clients. And they do that through their technology platform. Uh, They help businesses get found, chosen, and ultimately get more clients. So, um, Tibo, we're kind of, we're talking, you know, we've gone through a lot on the segments and, you know, how people, what they're talking about and, you know, what, you know, what they're doing in in conversational commerce and where they're doing it. But um, I want to talk about how to get business to do it. Okay. So you mentioned before the break, you said you're, you believe that most brands will launch this. Quite a few of them have it already. Um, brands and enterprises, but let's talk about SMBs, small and medium businesses. Um, you know, it, how can small and medium businesses adapt to these new trends? Well, that's, uh, I think that's a, that- that's a good question, but um, you know I think they, they need to do that. Uh, it's it's very important because the parallel would be probably the e-commerce. You know, whenever the e-commerce started and people started to buy stuff online, um, it it was not a, a huge tendency. It was just for early adopters, but very quickly it became a, a society phenomenon, and we can see that businesses that did not adapt to that, uh, a lot of them uh, eventually even bankrupt. So. I need. I think there is an urgency for any business, any size, and especially SMBs in that case, to try to think about it and make sure that people can reach out to them. So that it is as simple as this. It's making sure that people can reach out to them because potentially they will realize that uh, this is helpful for the business. They receive a lot of requests and demand, and they will understand the value behind that. So I think the first step is really that, making sure people can reach out to them. Mm-hmm. And and let me just uh, drill down on that a little bit because, all right, we saw obviously in the pandemic and um, we saw uh, lots of businesses go online. But actually, uh, when you look at the European studies, I'll talk about Europe, um, not as many went on as we thought. I mean, it, it wasn't 100%, that's for sure, okay? It was more like in the 20s, okay? So so as you said, maybe some of them went bankrupt, um, but we're back, we're back into a society that is now used to e-commerce, but also foot traffic's back, okay? Yes. So how do you, how do you convince these SMBs that this is the next generation and this is how they have to reach their customers? Uh, so, you know, our speech is really to say that any 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 transaction, any order starts with a search online at some point. Mm-hmm. And whenever people search for a business, obviously there is a, a challenge which is to be as visible as possible. But the next step is whenever you do have a lot of suggestion of businesses, you can you can visit or buy in, um, you are going to make a choice. You choose one. And the one you choose uh, is going to depend with the reputation of the business, obviously, but it's also going to depend on the way you can reach out to the business and the reactiveness the business 
um, has whenever you ask a request. So let's say, I don't know, you want to, 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 uh, to do some work in your house. So you are probably going to reach three to four companies and, and, and there is much more chances that you will do business with the first companies that will answer to your request. Uh, and, and there are a lot of studies that show that. So basically what we say to independent businesses is that if they are not reachable through message, they may not get chosen by people and they may mm. lose business. Mm-hmm. And right now the trend is still small, but it's growing and growing and growing. So if they don't do that at some point, it's going to be too late and they will lose too much business basically. And even, uh, yeah, one point to add is even on the algorithm, like there is... Uh, oh, I mean, you I you work with a lot of business. <laughs> uh, do, so, you have any, um, do you have any examples, like a success story the way you've seen a business, um, you know, going into e-commerce or going into to conversational commerce um, that you yeah, could share have, with uh, us? Like we, we, we do have 7,000 independent local businesses that uh, trust Partu uh, and, and subscribe to our solution. And uh, and we have several thousands that use what we call our messages product. So it's a conversational commerce product. And we do have, yeah, a lot of success cases. One of them is, for example, a company named Yoga Pop, uh, located in Bordeaux. So Bordeaux, you know, it's in the south, uh, west, mm-hmm. France, near the sea. And uh, in a few weeks uh, after they activated uh, the ability to receive message, they received 518 messages and 25% of them were people asking to book a yoga class. So they didn't mm. expect to receive such a of conversation, but uh, it was obviously helpful for them to grow their business. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a that's a great example. Um, and and you're you know how did you act? How did you get help them activate it? Okay, because you know if I'm a SMB in Bordeaux and a small business or a restaurant, and uh, you know this kind of scares me a little bit. How do I know that I'm going to be able to resource that? And how do I know I'm going? You know what kind of? How do you help them embed that in in their technology? How did that work? Yeah, so so whenever they subscribe to Part2, they, they don't subscribe just for this functionality. They subscribe for functionality that they really need, like be visible online, uh, manage their reputation, generate more reviews on their Google listing. So they have a need for that. For conversational commerce, they don't have any need. But because they don't buy it, because it's integrated into the, the initial package, they don't have the feeling that they pay for that. Mm-hmm. And whenever they start working with us, we ask them to download our mobile application and we activate the messages that they may receive from Google, from Facebook, Instagram, and if they want from their website. And the moment we do that, they start receiving messages and conversation from consumer and prospect directly on the mobile application. So they receive a notification and they can see that most of the conversation are about business. And the moment they see that, they realize that it is important and they start to be very reactive. And it's it's super interesting because um, whenever they receive a notification that they receive a review online, they, it's it's cool, but you know they don't have a strong incentive in answering their review in a few minutes or hours. But whenever they receive a conversation about somebody asking for a price quotation, that that's real business. So they are much, much more reactive. And and we have whenever we implemented that functionality into our product, it has a huge influence on the number of, of sorry, the, the number of time people were logging in on part two every week because they saw the value behind every message they received. <laughs> so that that would that would make sense because if you send a if you send an email or you go on or even a, a, you know on a, something else you know it's probably not about a transaction as you said before that these are transactional messages you know how much is this you know how how do I buy this um, and um, I guess. My, my, do companies struggle with this in the beginning? I mean, all of a sudden you're getting all these messages and you have to answer them immediately. And let's say you have, you know, you're, you're a bakery with five employees. Um, it, obviously, if you get more business, then you can start to staff up. But uh, from the practical side, how, do, how are they managing it? Well, it depends with the business. Uh, we do see list, some restaurants that receive so much messages that they struggle uh, handling yeah. them, but 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 they also struggle on doing phone conversation because too many people are reaching them, reaching out to them through uh, through phone call. So um, it's it's also because it's linked to their business. But most of the other activity, 
the the volume of conversation is still manageable right now. Mm -hmm. So what we see is that the owner of business, they do have the mobile application. Sometimes they also provide the mobile application to some of the people they work with. And, and collectively, they manage to handle the, the volume pretty easily. Uh, the only example yeah, of clients that have trouble <laughs> handling the volume mm -hmm. are mostly restaurants, as I said. Yeah. Yeah, that that would make sense. But I think I think I think the important thing is you said in the very beginning when you said, you know, by 2025 we're going to have five percent going in this direction on conversational commerce. So at least we have some time to get used to this, and businesses have time to to try to figure out how to manage this. But I mean, it's it it's so you know it's still it's happening now but it is kind of futuristic so how do you what about consumers how do you convince consumers about the interests of these functionalities so consumers you mean like users like you yeah. and me yeah. um yes yeah, so, so so that at, at partout you know we work with uh, businesses and our job is to help them adapt to new buying journey so uh, our job is mainly to convince businesses that there are new trends and they, they need to use Part2 in order to adapt to mm -hmm. that new trends. Um, so we don't work directly with people, so we don't have to, to convince them on our side. But what we see is that most of the people using starting to use messages to, uh, to contact businesses, uh, it's really because they see it's much more convenient. Once they mm -hmm. notice that there is a button to reach out to a business on Google or on an Instagram page, Pretty naturally, they do that and, and they like it. And we see that, um, well, all of the statistics that uh, are on, on, on different uh, websites really indicate that people find it much more convenient. I, I just repeat one um, statistic I, I quote at the beginning of the, of the discussion today is that 90% of people prefer to send a message to a business rather than calling it. Yeah. And I think it kind of epitomizes that um, it's pretty natural for people to reach out to business with message. Yeah. And, you know, and that statistic, um, Thibault, I believe that's going to get even more because I think as the bots get smarter and they can actually answer your questions and the and the conversational, the AI gets smarter, then nobody's going to make any calls. Okay. So, uh, anyways, yeah. so um, we're getting towards the end. So let me just ask you this for a message for our listeners. Um you know, what do you think the biggest trend is going to be in one year and in the next maybe five years? Um, well, I so yeah, I think the I think people are really starting to understand that uh, that they need to be reachable through message, and and I think what we are going to see is that most of the business of all size are going to activate their channel. Uh, they are going to make sure that people can send them a message through WhatsApp, through Google, through Instagram. So that's the first point I see. And mm -hmm. I think the, the second tendency that is probably going to take a little bit longer is about automation. Um, you know, one of the challenge for any business is to make sure that they can answer to conversation even at night whenever they are sleeping. So they will need a bot tool that they can plug into any channel conversation that they work with. So they can generate business at any time of the day, whatever the whatever the the, the channel of conversation is. So I think that's a yeah, that's a, a deeper trend, but that's going to have uh, obviously a huge impact. Yeah, great. Okay, well, thank. I mean, really interesting. Um, you know, as I said, uh, you know, everybody reads about it, and it's kind of it's kind of nice to take a step back and really try to understand what's going on in this development of conversational um, commerce. And for our listeners today, we've been talking to Thibault Levy Martin, and he's the founder and co-CEO at Partu. And Partu is a technology company, a worldwide technology company located in, with their headquarters in France. And their mission is to bring businesses closer to their clients. And they do this through the plat Part 2 platform. And this platform helps businesses get found, get chosen, and ultimately get more clients. And the Partoon's vision is make things right. And this is a vision that Thibaut uh, holds um, very close to his heart. And he's also very uh, supportive of environmental activities and leads those at Part2. So if you'd like to learn more about Part2, please go to www.part2.co. And Part2 is also on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. On Twitter, it's Part2 underscore FR. On Facebook, Part2 FR. And on YouTube, at Part2 
1-800-273-4642. And you can also reach out to Tebow on LinkedIn. And this broadcast has been also brought to you by Cinda, and Cinda is one of Europe's fastest growing nonprofit digital marketing and local search associations. They have virtual trainings, do market research, legislative white papers. They also have an e-learning platform that is free to founders, and this can be uh, found on the Cinda website under Cinda Institute, and it helps founders of startups go from idea to Exit. So please go to www.cinda Institute to have access to this platform. And Cinda also has conferences, and the next conference is going to be the 22nd to 24th of May in Berlin, Germany. And here you can also meet Partu and have a demonstration of their platform at the conference. So please go to www.cinda.org to register for the conference in Berlin. And with that, please, listeners, listen to us every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific time. And if you happen to miss us, don't worry about it, because all you have to do is put Leadership Beyond Borders or Cinda Leadership Beyond Borders or go to the Cinda website. You'll find us all over the web on every major platform. So, again, Thibault, thank you for your time today. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure talking to you, and um, I, I wish you all the best, and our, our listeners can meet you in Berlin. So take care, and listeners, tune in next time. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on Leadership Beyond Borders. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time for another edition featuring your host, Kimberly J. Lewis, on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week. America Business Network, the bottom line in business. If you're looking to grow your money safely, reduce taxes and market risk, enhance returns on investments, reduce cost of borrowing, and safely create positive arbitrage, look no further than your personal bank. Your personal bank, hosted by Ference Tauf, is a financial concept that strategically integrates financial tools from the banking and insurance industries to continue growth on funds even when you access them for other purposes. Your personal bank, Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Want to see what Voice America is up to behind the scenes? Follow us on TikTok at Voice America Talk Radio. On the front lines of technology and business, there's a battle of survival. Behind the scenes, businesses are on a mission to keep a vigilant watch for threats in an ongoing cyber war that is affecting everyone, everywhere. The obstacles and barriers companies face today are bigger, more technologically complex, and disruptive than ever before. So when you need answers to win the battle, tune in to Cybersecurity America with your host, Joshua Nicholson. You'll learn what it's like running cybersecurity operations teams inside some of the world's largest companies. It's a cyber backstage pass and real-world advice for cyber defenders, CISOs, and security professionals. Cybersecurity America airs every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business.